John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And uh, we're back. Another beautiful Sunday. Make sure you guys are uh, hitting the like button, sharing this, making sure everybody knows we are live. And we're rocking and rolling. Uh, how's the sound? How's the sound? You guys did not keep me posted on the sound last week because <clears throat> my microphone was not working. I don't know what happened, but you guys got the camera audio. It sounded terrible. I'm sorry about that, but um, it should be working now. <laughs> I don't know what happened. There was an update somewhere, you know, and sometimes when they do that stupid update stuff, things get turned off. So I, I kind of think that's what happened. Um, but yeah, and I know that's really important, I guess, because people care less about the video quality, which is a surprise, than they do about the audio because they don't want to listen to 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 shit. They don't want shit in their ears. That shit in your eyes is okay, but shit in your ears is not acceptable. <laughs> but uh, we're doing good tonight. The boys had flag, foot, flag football today. Uh, they did pretty good. The younger one kicked ass. We had a big, long, like, you know, they only play the width of the field, which is about 50 yards. So he he had like a 40-yard run touchdown today. It was pretty awesome. Uh, the, uh, the older brother had some good defensive plays, but he's in a league where it's, it's like middle school. So they go, um, he's playing two different teams, but he's playing middle school. So it's like sixth, seventh, eighth graders. So, you know, some of the kids are like tiny and some of the kids are like huge. So there's a big difference in athleticism from some of them, but it's all right. Good experience. I'm going to try to get them in a tackle next, next, uh, half of the year, next, or next, uh, beginning of 2024. I think there's a, a spring season of contact in his age group. So, uh, I have a nice little cocktail tonight. Uh, wonderful. We had a weekend of fights, guys. I am disappointed because I missed the bare knuckle uh, fights. I missed them. I looked on the website for it, and it said six days till the next event. So I missed the prospects show. We caught the last prospect show, and it was really cool because there were some really guys, good guys who looked like they they could be some trouble uh, with a little experience, and. Uh, They've been doing the like prospects tour, going around interviewing guys and having them hit mitts and do a little light sparring stuff like that. Um, I got, I got the. Hey, I should, I should read it. Actually, I got a, I got a DM from Chris Lytle, letting me know what was up because we were, we were talking about it before, right, guys? We were talking about um, what they were doing at the. Uh, the uh, interview things, right? Where is it? Oh, here it is. <clears throat> For the prospects and those guys, right? The tryouts. We were kind of making some jokes, but he gave some clarification because, yes, the great Chris Lytle is a regular listener of this amazing podcast. <clears throat> Shout out, Chris Lytle. Greatest commentator right now out there in all combat sports. I don't think there's a better one than him right now. Um. He said that uh, try, tryouts consist of shadow boxing, mitts, bag work, the punch meter, and some light sparring. He also interviews and asks why the hell they want to do bare knuckle. Uh, 
then the ones <clears throat> they like, they'll put on the prospect series and entry-level show to get beat at PKFC. That's good. They're uh, trying to start a feeder system program here, which is smart. You know, they're going out to recruit talent. That's good. And again, thanks for Chris for uh, clarifying that. He also clarified, you know, one of the one of the fights that didn't go to the sixth round was because it was a, the doctor decided that there was enough. They had sustained enough damage. Oh, Hams has got a <clears throat> complaint. He said the bare knuckle app was not working. Well, man. Uh, and then that also, Hams and me are bringing it up. Pat Militich. Pat Militich did fight this past weekend. He's 57 years old, and he fought a man much, much younger. And uh, from what I could hear, because I couldn't, I couldn't find it, and um, I wasn't able to get the pay-per-view myself the um the fight went well for him right he won two rounds he beat the crap out of the guy for two rounds but then he was just too just too tired just too tired um man it sucks <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a wah, wah, wah. he did really well but at the same time that's awful <clears throat> i don't know it's like a weekend of wins without really getting a win um, there were some good UFC fights. I think we're going to end with the UFC fights because as screwed up as that <laughs> system is and how monopolized and abusive it is, it still was less of a clown show than some of the other stuff. I'm sorry, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know what's happening out there. I, I predicted this type of stuff, though, 10 years ago, at least more than 10 years ago, that if we focus so much on entertainment over skill and ability that everything would just turn into a circus and nothing would, would matter and it's just shit show and i think that's what we're, we're approaching we're right on the doorsteps we're on the precipice of full-on shit show in in a lot of these combat sports uh but yeah we get back to this stuff Uh, Michael, yeah, asking about Red Pill. I still do Rule Zero every Saturday. You know, most Saturdays I hosted yesterday. We're talking about uh, Will and Jada. You can check that out on the stream. Um, Red Pill community, I guess. It's, it's, the, it, it, all these terms are kind of things placed on it from outside, <laughs> honestly. It, it's just a, it's a men's space. It's a men's space. And, and, and Rule Zero of this men's space is, Everything we talk about and everything we're focused on is for the betterment of men and um, increasing their ability uh, to navigate the, the sexual marketplace. We don't care about morals. We don't care about right or wrong. We want to look at the engine and how it operates and how it works and then use that knowledge to our benefit to live the life we want to live with uh, Center Port of Origin being the, the main focus of that right money muscles game and frame making those things up <clears throat> yeah brandon hunter it was it was a good rule zero i was very happy with uh the discussion uh brandon says rule zero was great yesterday next time you are host you guys should do one on fitness we can the thing is though it sucks like the circus is everywhere guys it really is i don't like being in the circus but 
that's something that it's hard to avoid if you do not play part of the circus game no one watches no one watches we could we could do the most informative um uh actionable show possible but if it's not spicy if if you're not holding women accountable if you're not freaking um talking about crazy political things on the left or the right like nobody tunes in nobody tunes in for like the solid good good stuff i've noticed that with technique videos <clears throat> i had good technique for the last five years i've been working on you know online technique and videos and teaching shit like that so i had a patreon for a while for like a couple of years but i gave up on it because it just wasn't getting anywhere you know and i had really good long form technique videos five to like 15 minutes long explaining techniques no one gave a shit but like you know no one watched them but i'll take that same video chop it up into a uh 60 second uh clip or short put some subtitles on it five thousand views ten thousand views it's ridiculous i don't understand like people want everything so compressed and and small it's weird man it's a weird place but yeah it's like the circus sells the circus sells and uh you got to work hard not to get sucked into that circus and become a clown yourself and that's where we're going into the clown show fights with dylan danis and uh logan paul now i might have a take on this that a lot of other people don't i think the winner here in this whole garbage is dylan danis he's the big winner he's the big winner um he came in to this thing like what has he done in the last ever what what has he really achieved as a grappler do you guys know what what accolades he actually has as a grappler he's never won uh adcc he's never done one mundials he hasn't won any of the big ones i don't i don't think that i've heard of he hasn't been a mainstay for a long time all he's done was he coached conor mcgregor for a little while right that, that's it i haven't seen him do anything else i haven't seen him win a bunch of fights i haven't seen him compete a bunch you know he hasn't been out there stomping people in the jiu-jitsu world like uh, gordon ryan so he's 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 fading away he's nothing other than his attachment with connor for a little while he's got nothing zero so he comes into this talks his way into a fight with logan paul who's got this huge following for who knows what the f reason he's got it for wild in the process he completely embarrasses logan paul completely steals his manhood and embarrasses his hooker his hooker uh future wife right his used up uh <laughs> this used up vessel that he can't wait to have uh 250th place with and there's no coming back from that there's no coming back from that you're in love with a, a hooker <laughs> right you're in love with filth and um she's been penetrated um man very many times so that epic level of trying they even had to sue him now they're suing him so that's like one of the first things in the fight game is you don't sue people for selling the fight that's what you're there for could you imagine if all the guys who fought muhammad ali sued him he called me a gorilla that's defamation 
I'm suing you. Like, Mama Lee said some horrible things. If you go through a lot of the stuff he said, he said some absolute horrible things to people. They were bad. But what? Nobody sued. It's not, it's not something you do in the fight game. It's a bad look. So Dylan scrapes his way into this fight out of nowhere because he's completely irrelevant. No one cares about him at all. And he pulls himself into the spotlight. And then he trashes this dude's girl, embarrasses him for life. He's never getting away from that. This girl put out so many times. Oh, my goodness. And she made him wait for it. He's the goof. He's the loser that she's stealing money from. That's what that is. And Dylan exposed it. He said it himself. I'm trying to do you a favor. I'm trying to help you out. He was being a good guy. I'm not a Dylan Danis fan. I don't like him. I don't think he's done anything. I think he's one of these, you know, clown show people. But I think he's a, he, he mastered this event, right? Pulled himself out of nowhere. Pulls himself into this huge spotlight. He's getting huge amounts of followers throughout this entire cycle of things. Then he gets out there. Then it's fight night, right? You got Ariel Hawani and all these other announcers all dressed nice. They're, they're getting ready to do some serious uh, talking. And even before that, the weigh-ins, the weigh-ins. They put plexiglass in between the guys, so they're they're punching and getting mad and doing all this circus garbage. <laughs> Absolute circus. And there, there are guys, Ariel and these other guys, who like respected sports announcers are there to weigh in on this clown show. It's like Errol went to bum fights. He goes to bum fights. Oh, Johnny Sandwich going after uh, Jerry Three Toes here with the Camaro lock. Like, he, I, that may have just shit on his entire career or his whole entire body of work that he got himself be associated with this nonsense. But all for the clown show, man. All, all for some clout. All for some dollars, right? Because we all worship the dollars. That's all that matters nowadays, right? Did you get paid? Did you get paid? How much did you get paid? Did you secure the bag? That's all that matters. Nothing else gives. No one gives a shit about anything. No honor, no respect, no dignity. Did you get the bag? That's it. That's where we're at culturally. That's why we're doing this shit. That's why guys who have put 20 plus years into being a respected journalist <laughs> carry this freaking trash water. Unfreaking believable. Unbelievable situation. And Dylan Danis clowned everyone, clowned everyone involved. If you paid to watch that, you're a clown. Honk, honk, get after it. If you're media and you covered it, honk, honk, you're a clown. If you're <laughs> anybody who got into this garbage, honk, honk. Clowns. You're all clowns. Congratulations. Congratulations. You're you're the clowns of the century. Dylan goes out there. He goes out there, does nothing but defense, covers himself up. I'm sorry. Logan looked like a bitch. He looked like a bitch because he couldn't do anything. He just hit him in forearms. I didn't see his head snap back. He didn't drop him. He didn't stumble him. Yeah, Dylan, Dylan fucking didn't do anything offensively. And then he tried to shoot a double and then fucking pull gar. Yeah, okay. Clown, but guess what? Dude got paid from nowhere, came out of nowhere, talked himself into this mess, talked himself into a spotlight, got himself, he's got like 4 million followers on Instagram now. That motherfucker's making thousands of dollars per post from advertisers now. That's just how it works. If you can get to that 100,000 follower threshold, 
you start making money. You start making money. People start reaching out to you and paying you to put up stories and shit. That, that's what happens. That's why people sell their assholes and, and freaking uh, souls to get those numbers. That's why they do absolutely embarrassing things with their life in order to get some more likes so they can get to that point where they can make that money because that money is God. You got to have the money. We need the money. Oh, we're nothing without the money. You got to have it. Cut our fucking dicks off. Sell our souls for the money so we can get bags and fucking uh, all-inclusive vacations and fucking stupid belts. Freaking dumbasses. Dumbasses. Go to church. <laughs> Holy moly. <laughs> so he goes there. He's just shelling up. Logan hits him in the body. He landed a few solid punches to the body. Didn't hurt him. Logan Paul has like 20, 25 pounds on Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis looked tiny. Dylan Dennis looked tiny standing across from uh, Mike Perry. Mike Perry's a midget, isn't he? How tall is he? Like 5'8 or something? Dylan Dennis looked way tinier <laughs> than Mike Perry. And Logan Paul is in the 200s. He's got to be. He looked way bigger. So this way bigger dude with way more striking experience couldn't hurt a guy who was just being defensive? You suck. You suck. You couldn't dig to the body and drop him? You suck. You suck. <laughs> You're terrible. You're terrible at what you do. <laughs> You're terrible at fighting. Yeah, that's another one. There you go. Juiced up, too. To the gills. To the gills. I think that's an inflated stat. I would say, I would say five nine, five eight. Come on. Come on. They don't tell the truth. I should I should have put six one when I did my shit looking back at it. Dumbass was too honest about things. <clears throat> you always you always do one inch taller and ten pounds heavier, guys. That's the rule. If you haven't figured it out, if you haven't figured it out, it's always one inch taller and twenty and, and ten pounds heavier. Don't be stupid. <laughs> right <laughs> oh so we go the whole six rounds big dumb logan can't hurt him can't hurt a guy who's not even throwing punches landed 10 punches the whole, the whole damn fight and logan couldn't land anything clean enough to drop him to bloody him sad bro that's pathetic the guy took your manhood Took your face, exposed your future wife and baby mama. Uh, gotcha. And now he's gonna make how much money to make? Anybody figure out how much money he made? I'm gonna do it real time. I'm gonna do it real time. I'm having fun. <clears throat> I'm a slow typist. Um, pile of cash. I don't know. Let's look. Let's see what this says. Other sports. How much do you dance? Let's see. 
Not seen any numbers. Where are the numbers? Just give me the numbers. Come on. I don't see any damn numbers. Um, I don't see it. Expect to be the most lucrative ever. He's going to, I don't know. I don't see anything here. You guys see anything? You guys hear anything? Ah, that's funny. Hamzamir. Whose girl is worse, Logan or Tito? Hamzamir says Tito's ex-wife. <laughs> you don't know, honestly, because check it out. <clears throat> uh, Tito's ex-wife, she actually hand-selected and she wouldn't do certain scenes with certain people. So she had a much slower number of bodies, but the same guys over and over and over again. Right? So she's probably not as bad. She probably has a lower body count. For real. She probably has a lower body count than most regular girls out there today. For real. Yeah, I mean, net worth, I don't know. Those net worth things you Google, I don't think that those those are very accurate. I want to see a hard number, like piece of pay-per-view, percent of pay-per-view. How many pay-per-view sales were, were there? Mirror, I think. Let's see. One day ago. Let's see if they have something. Logan Paul versus Dylan Dana's person fight prize money. Um, this is before the event happened, though, so I do not know, and they're not, I don't see anything on ticket sales, whatever, either, so a bit mystery, bit of a mystery. Skeeta, come on, I want to see something. There's a guess. Anybody even got a close proximity? Not seeing nothing nowhere. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see it, guys. So, <clears throat> any, I mean, if he made anywhere from 500000 to a million, that's still pretty incredible <laughs> for what he did. For what he did. For the amount of... Uh, <clears throat> Nothing he did, the amount of uh, embarrassment he did. Logan Paul will never, ever, ever live down what, what Dylan Danis did. Nothing. Nothing will ever take that away. It will never be erased. It will never go away, ever. <laughs> right? The lawsuit won't do shit to make it go away. It's not going to make people think any differently of his, his beloved. It's not. His performance in that fight did not conquer any beast it was a it was a wah 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 moment also he was had he was had 
he was had. Oh, there you go. They were never married. They just had children together. <laughs> um, what was that? Uh, Jessica says, net worth can change overnight. Is net worth real? Uh, net worth is garbage because a lot of these people have, like, I mean, debt is such a thing that so many people have. And I'm sorry, there's a lot of people who you think are rich and have a lot of stuff, but they're just massive debt. Like, they're not, like, I don't know. There's a lot of just paper, paper-rich people. <sighs> He's telling that to himself. <laughs> He's telling that to himself so he doesn't want to, so he doesn't cry himself to sleep every night. <clears throat> That's that's all you can do. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a fan of them either. I mean, I don't blame them for manipulating the system, right? I I matter at the people who fall for it, right? I'm I'm matter like I know the government lies. I know the government's gonna lie. They they lie all the time. That's all governments have ever done from any country anywhere ever in history. They, they lie to you, they exploit you, they steal from you. That's what every country does. That's what the politicians and the people who run it, that's what the leading class, that's what they always do. So um, I'm not mad at them. I know what they are. I know what they are. It's like you live in Florida, you, you know what the crocodiles are. You're going to be mad at the crocodile for being a crocodile? You know what that crocodile is going to do. It's going to wait by the edge of that water, and you get close, and it's going to get your ass. You know that. That's just a crocodile. That's what they do. I'm mad at that dumbass who, who's going to go lean over and wash his hands in the water without looking around and making sure ain't no crocodiles. Dumbass. <laughs> right? Sorry. Like, I know there are going to be people out there trying to scam you, trying to tell you stories. You got to use critical thinking, man. Got to use some critical thinking. Like, seriously. I don't, I just don't get some of the, <clears throat> the entertainment value of a lot of stuff. Maybe is it, is it the, uh, the nihilism? Is that it? Nobody just cares about anything. It's all pointless. Nothing means anything. Let's just watch circus fights. But that's that's my take. That's my take. I'm going to spend the rest of the time talking about UFC, which is slightly less clownish. But, um, yeah, that's my opinion. Dylan Danis won. He's the winner. Everybody else who was involved, he lost big. He lost big. He lost credibility. He lost dignity. He lost respect. Hope you're happy. I hope the bag you secured was big enough. Good for you. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to see the KSI and Tommy Fury fight at all. So I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. Usada, Usada gone. 
I got some I got some opinions on that. Let's get to UFC, man. Let's get to the UFC preliminary card. This was uh, this is kind of a weak card on paper. Sorry to say, it was a weak card on paper. There weren't a lot of fights that I was I, I got to see this. Yeah, Petrovsky and Piera fight. Obviously, I wanted to see that. Um, Barboza is always fun to watch, but we'll get into these. Uh, there wasn't a lot of the early fights. Um, Chris Gutierrez <clears throat> fighting uh, Alan Tangali. That was, uh, man, it was a good fight. Kind of drawn out. I wish Gutierrez could have picked the pace up a little bit on him, but. He was just chopping those legs like crazy. Pop, 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 pop. He was doing a lot of really good leg kicks. But I don't know, man. Maybe more volume. Ellen Tegeli is is tough, though. So, you know, it's not an easy fight. So I shouldn't feel bad about the decision. But I don't know. I just feel like more volume is always a good answer in those situations. When you're outpointing the other guy so much and you're so much faster and you can land those, those kicks the way he was, just like more, more, more. It's like more cowbell, bro, more. Uh, the Russian Ronda got smashed. Terrence McKenney, damn it. Slow down. Slow the F down, McKenney. I went, they're announcing your ass. I went to take a piss. I come back and they're raising your damn hand. Slow down. Will you slow down, please? <laughs> Freaking Terrence McKenney. This guy, he's got more than one fight that's that fast, right? Who was the other one? <clears throat> he had a minute 25 against uh, Breden, 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 Mike Breden. It was a minute 25. Um, what do you have? Two minutes, 17 seconds against Gonzalez. He lost to Dober. He got knocked out by Dober. Dober's tough, though. It's a tough fight. Um, he got a two minute, 11 second win over Farazam. Uh and then he had what seven seconds he had seven second win over Farola so he's got two fights under 20 seconds and all of his fights that he's won are what under three minutes <laughs> slow down <laughs> come on man slow down I'm an old man move too fast I can't see that shit <laughs> Uh, but no, man, Terrence McKenna, he's fun to watch. He's got a good story. I follow him on, on the Twitters. He's a good kid. Esposo uh, over Oliveira. Elkins with the submission over Brown. It's nice in the third round. Um, Rodriguez with the win over Sam. Uh, this fight was slow, man. I actually, actually fell asleep taking that for a minute. Then uh, the middleweight fight. This was an exciting fight. I like the bigger guys. I like the I like the um, fifty five on up, welterweight on up even more. Uh, but Petrowski and Pierre Petrowski looked kind of stiff. wasn't moving his head. <clears throat> um, I know he's supposed to be a good wrestler, but throws with big power. He just wasn't very good at getting into range. Pierre is too fast. Was moving too much. A lot of good movement. Landed a beautiful. I think straight right to finish finish uh, that fight. Uh, Pierre is super exciting, super athletic. He's moved up to middleweight. This may be a better fit for him. Maybe he was cutting too much weight. I mean, that's a fifteen. He looks he looked thick. He looked thick at one eighty five. 
So it might have been a hard cut at 170. But then again, Posada's gone. So we might have seen a lot. We have seen a lot more thick boys in there. Like thick, thick, like four C's thick. Uh, Martinez and Yanez. Um, man, check. Check, Yanez. Check, bro. Check. Pick the leg up. Shin to shin. You got to, you know, learn that. Learn that one. Go to Thailand for a little bit and just learn how to check. Because <laughs> Martinez beat that leg to a pulp. That's, uh, I think they said was the second leg TKO knockout from Martinez. So that's, you know, Jose Aldo-esque beating them legs. Classic Aldo. Arujo with the win over Maia. And then the main event was pretty good. It was pretty good. I like my fights a little bit more mixed up, a little more top, bottom, everything. But Sodique, man, he kind of gassed himself beating up Barboza in the first round. Barboza is durable, very durable. And he withstood the storm for those, those first two rounds and was able to uh, pull off the next three. I think that's that's how I had it scored in my head. Um, Yusif just kind of slowed down and wasn't able to <clears throat> do what he was doing in that first round. Barboza had that um, that pretty slick kick also. Right, wasn't that what it was? A spinning back kick, heel to face, and uh, got the guy um, hurt. I think I'm, I might be cloudy, but I was, I was seeing that was like the third round, and then tides turned. Uh, yes, correct. You're right, Michael. As a UFC lawsuit seeking punitive damages for past fighters is more protection for fighters in the future. Yes, we're looking for damages for wages stolen from athletes in the past, but also to hold them accountable for their wrongdoing and to encourage them to change their uh, business practices because we've already filed. There's already another class that's filed in 2017 to take the next group of guys into uh, these waters of class action lawsuit, right? Uh, and those guys are going to be going through the process, going through depositions, uh, and <clears throat> uh, doing the same, doing the same thing, looking for class certification. If we have it, they're going to have it because there's not enough contractual changes that have been made. They will argue that there are, but it's not. So that's the thing: is we 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 put the uh, risk of making them pay damages against them not changing their business policy. You Rattlesnake, you're not 100% wrong. Rattlesnake saying main event could have gone either way, but also looked good fourth and fifth. Yeah, but there was that there was that knockdown. Wasn't there a knockdown? We might might completely out. I, I swore there was uh Sadiq Youssef got knocked down. Am I um thinking of a different fight? You know, I've been hitting the head a lot. I understand that. <laughs> yes, you let me know uh, if <clears throat> I did do that. Right. Oh man, I I whipped through those. I whipped through those. Huh. Next card. 
They've only got three fights in the main card right now because everything's so mixed up. Magomed Ankalev, Johnny Walker. Seems like a little bit of a sacrifice. <laughs> Johnny Walker, let's see if he pulls it off. Cameron Usman moving up to 85 to fight Kazmet. I would rather see this fight 170 with both of them, but like, I don't know. Two fat 70 pounders fighting. All right, cool. Mekachev and Volkanowski. And I don't know, man. I guess I might have been drunk when I watched the Mekachev Volkanowski fight because I did not see the fight that people were talking about. People thought it was a, that Volkanowski won. I was surprised at the split decision. I don't know. All right, Chad is backing me up that uh, City got knocked down. So, you know, that knockdown, maybe that's a 10-8 <clears throat> round. So, <coughs> yeah. I'm mad, though. I might miss. I'm going to miss these fights. Unless I can find a way to record it. Because I have class at 11. I, start, I teach class at 11. And the, and the main event starting at 11. I hate this shit. Man. Why can't you leave my Saturday night fights alone? I want to watch fights on Saturday night. Saturday night is all right for fights. Can we stop this? I only want, like, I don't know, man. If you split it like bare knuckles in the morning and you see a night, that's cool. But damn, I got to figure something out, man. I got to figure out a way to watch the replay or something. Pain. Pain in my arse. I see what you're saying. People rooting for the midget. I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> oh, man. So let's talk about some more clown shit. <laughs> right? Burnt, 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 later, burnt, burnt. Some more clown shit. Uh, what was the other? Oh, I wanted to. I had a thing I wanted to show. Is it the thing? Oh, this. This. I'm sorry, man. This is not. Well, we'll give you guys your honest opinion about hearing this speech. My beautiful fiance. Wherever she is. Baby, I love you so much from my heart and soul. I can't wait to start a family with you, live the rest of my life with you. And I got a message for anyone going through some shit. Because these past two months have not been easy. Sometimes the devil will make his way into your life. A guy like that was not easy. He is a true demon, a true coward. And I want to give a thanks to the most important woman in my life, next to my mother, of course. My beautiful fiance. Me, a guy like that was not easy. He is a true demon. You know, you know she wasn't in the camera frame, probably because she was like flirting with some dude. She's probably hanging out with some other guys. <laughs> She's like, oh my God, he couldn't even knock that guy out. He couldn't even protect my honor. Uh. <laughs> We're going to find out next next fight that Logan Paul's actually a cuck. <clears throat> and she uh, she pegs him. 
He's really, he's really out there fighting to fight the gay way. He's trying to fight the gay way. That's why he's out there challenging everybody, trying to fight everybody. That's what these guys, I think the Logan Pauls were molested at a young age, and now they are fighting the gay away as hard as they can. That's what's going on. That's what's up, I believe. That's, uh, I mean, the word bitter using here. Uh, he says, Michael saying, do you think a lot of UFC fighters are bitter for getting paid peanuts their whole career? Do you, you don't seem bitter. Bitter. Bitter is like a bitch word, man. Seriously. Like how, how, what's the word to feel if someone stole from you? What's that word? Pissed? <laughs> bitter. Bitter sounds like some old maid who got stood up. Right? Like, it doesn't sound like someone who was robbed millions of dollars. What would you call somebody who was robbed of millions of dollars and they were upset about it? Pissed or bitter? Yes, correct. These promotions stole from the fighters. They used their name. They used their likeness. They stole from them. Stole. They stole. It's stolen. Okay. UFC did not get what they are because they did good business and they worked hard. They're thieves who stole from people. <laughs> it is what it is. You can cry about it all you want. The legal system will run its course and the truth will set us free. All righty. Um, yeah. Then we need to talk about USADA. USADA and UFC are no longer working together. Now, um, the USADA came forward. Let me see if I can find this. I'm pretty sure I had this somewhere. And was like, hey, UFC terminated our contract. You know, they got they got rid of us. And then they released a big, long statement. Let me see if I can see it. I thought I had something about it around. Uh, but they had a big, long statement about UFC firing them, basically, uh, because they wouldn't play ball with the Connor situation. Connor being juiced up out of his gills because... Uh, his career's over. He had a career-ending injury to his leg. So they're trying to piece him together like Frankenstein with a shitload of drugs. Every freaking drug and PED that the earth has ever had has been shoved up his ass to try to put his foot back on so he could make the UFC some more money. That dude's leg is going to fall off again. Michael Chandler needs to Imanari roll and ankle like that motherfucker into oblivion. I'm sorry, but that dude's career is over. He has ligament, bone, all kinds of damage that is not going to heal. They're putting massive amounts of drugs into this guy just to get him to walk around, be able to train a little bit. And 
UFC is a bunch of cheaters. They've been cheating for a long time. They have their special guys who they will hook up with their special doctors and they will let them cheat. They will let them use as many drugs as they can to get them as big or as healthy as or lose as much weight or to heal up as fast as they can because only about making money. They only care about worshiping the dollar, making the money. It's not about honor, respect, who's the best, what's the best. It's about making money. Just pay me. Did you secure the bag? Did you get paid? That's it. The USADA guys released a statement about their disappointment in the way that UFC was behaving. So, of course, <clears throat> UFC has to come out with all guns fully blazing. Everybody's shooting, right? They uh, said all kinds of shit. You know, these guys are scumbags. These guys are trash. We didn't fire them. The tournament, the, the, the agreement's just going to terminate by itself, and we're not going to renew it because they're impossible to work with. Yeah, because they won't let you cheat as much as you want to, okay? Like, this company is trying to sell themselves to other places, and they're not going to be taken serious if the UFC is constantly cheating and getting caught, like they did with, with Brock Lesnar and, and Mark Hunt. They got caught. The courts say it's legal, though. So that's another reason I think the UFC let the contract expire. Well, hey, we can get away with this. We will never have to face legal issues in any way. We'll never have to pay for our crimes. The court said it's okay for us to allow one guy to use steroids, for us to help him use steroids and cheat against another guy and win. It's okay. That's what the law has said. That is what the courts have said. That's, that's how it is now. That's just the way it is. Promoters have the permission to help one athlete cheat against another athlete. That's okay. That's legal. It's legal now. Sorry, but that's just the way it is. That's the way it is. That's how it went. Now, okay, it's legalized now. Let's get rid of USADA, who doesn't let us have free reign. You know, because that happened under USADA, didn't it? How many other guys got waved through? I, I think it's just a big, it's a beard. It's a beard. USADA's a beard. And the next thing they're using is a beard too, right? It's a beard. <clears throat> it's fake. <laughs> it's, they're, they're covering up what they're really doing. They're pretending like they have some kind of oversight, but they don't. They have somebody who's paid to do what they want with the um, optics of it being some type of like oversight. It's like the FBI investigating themselves over wrongdoings or the police investigating themselves over wrongdoings. <laughs> it's bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I could not find the one I was looking for. But um, there was also an interview, right? They hired a new guy. I can't remember what his name is. But the big thing is, oh, he used to, he interviewed Hassan Hussein. Uh, you know, he, he interrogated him. Oh, he worked for the FBI. Oh, so he's, he's so reliable. He's so reliable. He would never, it would be so surprising, right? I'm going to show this, this little clip, right? This was um, executive Hunter Campbell and Jeff Novitsky, 
hosted a media session to discuss the promotion's termination of an agreement with the uh, USADA. Okay. Uh, they hired the guy with Piro is his name, right? <clears throat> and they're like, oh, he's he's so decorated and respected. There's no way he would ever cheat or lie. I'm sorry. First off, <clears throat> he worked for the FBI. So we already know he's not trustworthy. We know the FBI has been lying for a long time and doing a lot of uh, criminal behavior, criminal acts. A lot. Um. They were involved in the, the Russian collusion hoax. They were involved in, <laughs> man, the, the, the Michigan, like setting up guys to go get the, the mayor and stuff. Who knows how involved they were in the J6 stuff? Very. Uh, these people are not trustworthy. They're not a trustworthy institution. So you got somebody from a not trustworthy institution, and you're like, oh, this guy will never do anything wrong. Let's. Let's listen to real, real quick, right? I want to share this, right? So, um, yeah, he was uh, asked, John Morgan asked um, about the need for oversight for George Pirro, right? Oversight, somebody watching over the guy overseeing this stuff. That's how everything's supposed to work. That's how our government works. It's all checks and balances. It's the only way to do anything legitimately is through checks and balances. If you don't have those checks and balances, how does this, this is too much. There we go. If you don't have checks and balances, it's not trustworthy. There's got to be some some type of checks and balance. We'll go here. No, let's go. I'll go here. I'll make it big. Right. Passes with the utmost respect given his reputation, but Mr. Pirro, is there a mechanism in place just to ensure that transparency does remain, that independence does remain? I mean, obviously, money, power, things change sometimes, right? I mean, is, is there a mechanism in place to ma maintain that? Absolutely, 100% reasonable question. 100% reasonable question. Isn't there some type of oversight necessary? Don't human beings make mistakes? Aren't human beings corruptible on some point, some level? We already know they are in the FBI, 100% for sure. Very corrupted. CIA, very corrupted, very corruptible, very, very much so. Government agencies, very much corruptible. We know that for a fact, without a doubt. So 100% reasonable question. Sorry, I had to stop for a second. Oh man, you guys missed that. It wasn't on. Sorry, I'm gonna start that over because you guys did not hear that. But uh, I stopped because I wanted to stop and point out uh, the bald guy's body language. Look at him, he looks nervous, he looks fidgety to me, he looks dishonest. Maybe it's just me, maybe you know, I'm not a professional, but. I'll play the CS and actually hear it this time. But Mr. Pirro, 
Is there a mechanism in place just to ensure that transparency does remain, that independence does remain? I mean, obviously, money, power, things change sometimes, right? I mean, is, is there a mechanism in place to ma maintain that? At the end of the day, the answer is you do the best you can to put a person in that position that has a track record of showing a level of integrity that's almost unprecedented. So when Jeff came to me and he and I were working through this, and literally I couldn't sleep, I was so worried about losing Jeff, he and Donna have done such an incredible job of, of building and maintaining and running this program. And I can't even express enough how incredible it was. Am I, am I wrong? To me, that's a, I don't know, you put your hands out in front of you, like he started talking about integrity, and he puts his hands out in front of him. That's defensive to me. That seems defensive. Like, um, I don't really agree with this. And you got to protect yourself. I'm not an expert, though. I'm not an expert. You know, I don't know nothing. Uh, Vanguard, thanks very much, says uh, our Super Chat. Support the content, guys. Thank you very much. The golden snitch to the golden goose. Ooh, Billy Sprue. Was. It's just I had a really difficult time trying to identify anybody who I thought had his level of integrity, credibility, and respect. So when he comes to me and he tells me this is the guy, listen, anything's possible. Uh, I would be stunned if there is ever an issue with this human and his integrity. I want to see the follow-up question. Ask him, were you stunned when you found out about Brock, Brock Lesnar being allowed to fight after cheating? Were you, were you stunned about John Jones? Were you stunned about Vitor when you heard about those things? Where's the follow-up question? Come on, Morgan. You started off good. I guess the short answer also is, at the end of the day, this is our program. And if there's ever a situation where, you know, listen, something catastrophic happened to the guy, you know, he became disabled, you know, died in a plane crash, we have the ability to, to, to put someone new in that role if that's the case. And if there was... You see that? He dodged. He deflected and dodged that question. He started talking about, oh, if he dies, whatever, we can replace him. That wasn't the question. What if he's a lying jerk? What if he's, what if he's a lying think? What's, what if he's helping the cheating? Who's looking over him? That wasn't the question. The guy didn't answer the question. He's like, oh, well, if he dies, well, we, we can totally find somebody new. Get the fuck out of here, man. Lying bastards. There's a level of unethical behavior from any party involved. We would have the ability to immediately transition to someone else. But again, uh, cool, I think right. that's about as far fetched a likelihood as I can envision with the people we have involved. Is it as far fetched a likelihood as Brock Lesnar being allowed to cheat and use steroids in a fight? Is it as far fetched as John Jones or Vitor Belfort doing it? Is it? I can guarantee you the integrity and the standards that George will bring to the table are unprecedented. <clears throat> Go do your homework on George Pira. We'll bring him in front of you guys soon. But when you start learning about who he is and what he's done and what he's been, to even think that he would go against the principles and values that we're talking about up here and make decisions for financial reasons or business purposes. Bullshit. Bullshit. He's a human being. He's a goddamn human being. He's influenced by incentives. He's influenced by incentives. Everybody is. Every single human being is. If he's incentivized enough, he'll do what he's told. And if he's not, you just said it. 
You can replace him. You can just replace him. You'll you'll make up a story about how he's a bad guy or how something else happened or the contract ran out and you'll push him out and you'll just get some other stooge to do whatever the hell you want. So you can give the guys the cheating formulas that you want to. That's it. Enough of your bullshit. You haven't done your homework on George Pirro. <laughs> I've done my homework on human beings. I've done my homework on the UFC. That's all the homework I need to do. If this guy had any integrity, he wouldn't be working for your ass. How about that? If the guy had any integrity at all, he's going to sign a contract with a wife beater and somebody who rips off and cheats people. That guy, you're telling me that guy has integrity? You're a fuck. You're a fucking piece of shit. You're going to tell me that guy has integrity. Fuck George Pirro. He's a piece of shit human being because he signed on with you fucks. You dirty, dirty fucks. Get the fuck out of here. Fucking dumbasses. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I'd be so totally surprised. <gasps> oh. So, so wild. Oh, my God. How could that ever have happened? I never would have known. Oh. Such losers. You think we're stupid. No thanks, Bubba. <sighs> All right, guys. This is a fun show. I had fun. Don't let Clown World get to you too much, guys. Right, I'm an observer and commenting on this cloud world. I don't want to be a part of it. I know I'll probably get more views and more clicks and more likes and stuff because I covered this in this episode and I'll probably have some short clips that uh, I'll put out later in the week that will have some of these um, rampage tirades that I'm on and they'll be funny and people will watch them because of the subject matter. <sighs> But that's not who I am. That's not where I'm at. Just because I covered this one topic doesn't mean I give a shit about clown world and trying to be a part of it. <laughs> I care about dignity. I care about self-respect. I care about honor. I care about these things. I care about what's good, what techniques are good, what works, not what sells. Fuck your sales. Fuck your Lambo. I don't give a shit. If I can't drive it in the mud, fuck you. There you go. <laughs> All right? <laughs> you ain't got to be a part of it, guys. You don't got to chase money. There are a lot of things in your world that can make you really happy. If you get after them, go after them. You got to feed yourself, that's for sure. But... You don't need the goddamn belt. You don't need the stupid fucking bag. Get you something you can drive in the mud for a long time. Do some fishing. Find somebody to love. <laughs> oh, Will. Love Will. Will... Will is on the show. Will says, I for one am tired of you holding back your opinions. Please start sharing how you really feel. <laughs> Will, you've known me for a very long time. I went to high school with Will here, and uh, we wrestled together. And 
um i've 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 never really held back the opinions i think i think that's been pretty consistent i've been wrong a lot i've been wrong i'll tell you i've been wrong but i ain't holding it back man i don't think i'm wrong right now Yeah. And I, uh, man. God, as Anna says, Fitch isn't with the fakeness. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I had a wonderful weekend with my lady. And uh, she's bitching, man. She's awesome. And she really brings me back to center. You know, really brings me back to center with, like, what I give a fuck about <laughs> and what's important. And it ain't handbags. And your goddamn Lambo. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure, man. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Hamzamir. He's saying, Hamzamir saying, Vitor was buddies with the Fertitas. Anybody who made the money were, were their buddies, as long as you were making the money. If you stopped making the money or you criticized or um, talked out about anything they were doing and you weren't liking, then you're not a buddy anymore. You're out the group. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Man. I was really naive. My my girl said this to me today because of how neat when I was with the UFC, my naivety around the uh, the performance dancing drugs was immense. Because I had a very outspoken opinion about them, I had a lot of people. I know a lot of people that were on them now that were hiding it at the time. And um, man, I know that there were way more users back then than uh, you would think. And I think today it, it's probably goddamn near impossible to not have anybody on some type of gear even if they're not on on test they might be on every other thing that you can't really test for and they can say oh it's out of test for this blah 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 and i don't i don't really buy it i don't really buy it you know and you're saying probably oh what's the answer what's the answer to uh this well if you have independent contractors who are fighting for independent titles you have athletes then who are able to negotiate Drug testing policies leading up to their fight on their own. <gasps> oh, my God. What? <laughs> that could never work. Why? <laughs> it does for boxing. It does for boxing. If two guys are going to sign a contract to fight, they negotiate the stipulations of drug testing. You could say, I want drug test every week on this day, and I have to have one of my people watch you piss in the cup. That could be a part of your damn contract. For your fight on top of that you already have the athletic commission doing their random testing for the fights i think that's a pretty goddamn good um system because you're going to get guys who are clowns who are in the clown world who want to do clown fights and if they want to be juice to the gills i don't care man if dylan danis and and logan paul want to do freaking pounds of trend and every other shit put on 50 pounds of muscle veins on top of veins freaking heartbeat going crazy cholesterol like nuts 
fucking let them do it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit because it's a clown show, you know, but you're going to get some clean, skilled fighters who aren't going to put up with that shit. And they're going to be like, look, look, nope, we're doing this amount of testing. Another alternative, if <laughs> fighters would uh, get over themselves and join the Fighters Association, the Mixed Martial Arts Fighters Association, and we had a strong group, guess what? The association can do its own policing and testing of the athletes. If we decide to do that, or we may decide not to. That's, that's the luxury of the fighters doing it. They get to decide for themselves. They get to set the industry standard for how fighters need to be uh, uh, behaving and performing. Man, I, I don't know, though, because <clears throat> Hamza Amir says we need uh, a, a fighting organization and Scott Cooker should be president of that organization. Uh, we need a rule change to the structure of the sport. That's what we need. Because Scott Coker, hands are tied. They're tied. He can't do anything because of the UFC's dominance in the market because of their monopoly. Monopoly has to be broken up. The business model must be changed. We have two options. Independent titles, independent ranking, or one-year contracts. That's it. It's the only way for us to have a free market for the athletes. You're 100% right. <laughs> God, well, it's all an illusion. It's all optics. It's all optics. You see? They're playing a game. It's part of clown world. None of that shit's real. Pro wrestling. Kaiwell says, I'm ambivalent on the subject of testing PEDs, and USADA is a bit clownish with handing out jackets for passing X number of tests. Why are we handing out prizes for following alleged rules? Exactly. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's to get stupid people to believe it. So they're like, oh, okay, see, look, he's got a jacket, though. Right? Plants crave Brondo because Brondo has electrolytes. That's the same thing. He's got a jacket, though. He's got a jacket. Why would Usada give him a jacket if he wasn't clean? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, it's low IQ, man. There's a lot of low, most people on earth today are below 100 iq that's like the majority the average person you run into see that's one of the big flaws that a lot of academics make is because academics are in college and they're around a lot of other academics people that have a certain level of iq so they think everybody's of that level of iq but there's some people who are just not that smart they just don't get it no matter how many times you explain it to them no matter what their education levels are, no matter how much money they spend on it, no matter who they spend time with, there's just not going to be certain uh, information absorbed by them. And so, right, that doesn't mean that you're not going to be successful or unsuccessful or whatever. 
there are there are genius level IQ people who are homeless. There are also people with 85 or lower IQs who are millionaires because they came up with one way to fix a simple problem. And that simple problem was a way to make millions and millions of dollars. Okay. So like success has nothing to do with IQ a lot of times. But I think it has a lot to do with sales and selling stupid shit, like stupid fights to people. You got it. Cool jacket, bro. Billy's brew. <laughs> oh, why doesn't the law do this? Oh, maybe it's a genius thing. Maybe it's genius. Maybe this is what we're missing out. Maybe this is what's keeping people from not going to prison. You might have stumbled onto something genius, Kyle Wells. Kyle Wells says, I haven't committed a grape in almost 40 years. Can I get a cardigan or perhaps a nice pair of slacks? <laughs> Maybe some chinos? Mm? <laughs> That's genius. I haven't I haven't committed gun violence in 45 years. Can I get a can I get a pen? Maybe a little pen for my lapel. I'll put it right here. A little, a little AK-47 with a circle and a line through it because I haven't killed anybody. Can I do that? Huh? Let's do that. Huh? We get a little uh, token, right? A little coin like uh, uh, AA for not drinking. We get a little coin for not getting a speeding ticket or a parking fine. <laughs> Should we do that? Is that where we're at right now? Get a sticker on my forehead. <laughs> Thanks, government. Thanks, government. I was a good boy. I didn't grape anybody. <laughs> Government loves me. They want to take care of me. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's mulatto. So, so you're a clean fighter. You want to pat on the back for following the rules? Maybe. Why not? Dun, 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 dun. Hamzamir says they'll try to bring back Brock Lesnar for UFC 300. It's wild, man. It's wild times. Who knows? All right, guys. That's fun. I had fun. Did you guys have fun? Is that a good uh, good show? I enjoyed the show. I'm glad you guys showed up. I got, I got quite a number of you guys. Make sure you guys are hitting the like button, though, right? It's good. We hit, we hit, uh, we hit 31 at one point. I saw that. That's pretty great, man. It's great. Thanks for coming in, tuning in, and watching, guys. I try to bring the energy because I was a little bit fired up about the clownishness of everything. That's not a lie. Like <laughs> Michael uh, Gillette says. I read on the underground back in the day that Sean McCorkle said Tom Erickson at 49 years old could beat him up and Matt Mitrione when both of them were in the UFC. He said both get beat at same time. Yes, Tom is a monster, but he never took fighting seriously. It was just some way to make a little extra money on the side and to get his, 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 his truck. I remember his truck. He was so happy about his truck. He bought it cash with the money from his fight. He never trained more than two weeks for a fight. 
that I ever saw. Um, but Tom, his nickname was the Big Cat, and that was the most appropriate name you could give him. He was quick. He was fast. He was agile. But dude weighed 300 pounds. 300 pounds. Easy. Some days he was probably closer to 315. That mother grabber, he could drink. He would put a he would put uh he'd fill a glass like this with Crown Royal. He never never drank. He never drank, but like it was like it was like a bachelor party or something like that. And then Blue Moon when he did drink. He he had a glass of uh, like this of Crown Royal. <laughs> Took it back like a shot glass. Didn't phase him. <laughs> Dude was a Man, Tom Erickson is legendary. He is a legend. There's nothing else to say about that, man. He is a legend. He is a monster. He is huge. He has wrestled some of the biggest, best guys ever. He's a big, scary guy. And he was my favorite coach to have in my corner when I was wrestling because he was intimidating, man. He was a big, scary dude. Dude could, dude could wrestle, man. I love Tom. Tom was great. Glad I had Tom in my life. Uh, Tom, Tom was the, my gateway. Tom was my gateway drug into MMA. That's right. Tom, Tom got me going. He introduced me to it. He uh, invited me some of the workouts with uh, Coleman and Gary Goodrich. But Tom was quick. He was fast. He wasn't the best striker, but he was just a big, strong guy. He would throw you around. He was competitive as all fuck. Like. I think he had a drunk dad too that beat the shit out of him. So that dude was tough. You weren't just gonna beat that guy up, man. Unfortunately, he was just way too big to ever fight in the UFC. He, there's no way he was gonna make 265. It wasn't possible. If you up the weight limit to 285, maybe he could have got. Maybe he could have got down to 285. But like that, that wasn't a thing back then at all i don't know if they would consider it now but it sucks man he's so so huge you know and we don't get he didn't get to really watch him fight that much you know he did he did a kickboxing fight and he almost won he kept throwing leg kicks but then he decided hey man you know i'm playing these leg kicks let's try to do some punches <laughs> the guy who's fighting was a boxer <clears throat> let's go champ that guy let's go champ Hamzamir says that's why I think the heavyweight limit should be 305 instead of 265. I, I think at least 285. I think at least 285. Because if you're 305, I think your ass can can cut a little weight. Tom could have lost 15 pounds. He could have lost 15, 20 pounds. It wouldn't have been easy. He would have had to work for it. He probably would have been a little bit jack looking, but I think it was possible. And if you had decent money on the line for it. He might have considered it. You're not wrong. <sighs> I wish they would pay me more. I, I don't know, man. I kind of miss it. It's 45. It's too late for me to come back. I don't know. 100%. Bisping is not a champ. He never. He's not. He got beat. He got beat by Bisping. He got beat by Henderson. There's no way. He got beat by Anderson Silva, too. I'm sorry. He lost that fight. He lost both those fights. Those were rigged fights. There's no way at all. There you go. Shannon Briggs. Let's go, champ. That's the guy. Let's go, champ. I like Shannon Briggs. But, yeah. If Tom would have thrown one or two more leg kicks, the fight would have been done. 
but he decided to step inside and try to trade with him, and that didn't work out well. I never, I never got to see him wrestle. I never saw him wrestle. I don't know. I saw him both wrestle with Gary, but I never saw him wrestle each other. <clears throat> All right, guys. Thanks for watching. It's a good night. It's a good stream. Appreciate you all. Thanks for the super chat. That was great. Um, yeah, guys, go drop a shout out. Sign up for the newsletter. Make sure you guys are checking out my um, my clips channel. I don't know if you guys know or if you guys are on it, but I have a clips channel. Where is, I'm trying to see if I can show uh, this. Okay, there we go. All right, guys. All right, guys. I'm going to put this in here. The Clips channel. I'm going to put this here to all you guys watching, everybody watching. Make sure you go to the Clips channel, right? Because I do the little segments, little short videos of the stuff I'm talking about here. Getting some shorts up there, too. Um, yeah. I need I need more followers, guys. JFKN Clips. That's the Clips channel. Check it out. Go to it. Follow the link in the chat. And uh, follow. Leave a comment. Say what's up. Thanks for watching, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. I'll check you later.